This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on a Wednesday. Yesterday I said it was uh, Monday when it was Tuesday, so sorry about that. But it is Wednesday now. Where's Izzo? No cameras? What's no up? cameras. He's filming Joe and Evan right now. Oh, so they're more important than us. Evidently. Isn't Boomer in there? He is. Boomer's on camera for four hours. We need more of that. I guess with the imminent Mike McCarthy signing, as you think I it's said. imminent? I do think it's imminent. Joe's screaming about them getting it done, and they're not getting it done yet. Yeah. I think it's imminent, Jerry. We'll see. Imminent means likely to happen anytime, soon. like any moment. Yeah. Yet now. Yeah, I think. Listen, I think. I, I think there's so. a chance that by the time we do the warm up program tomorrow, done deal. I think they're going to hire Adam Gase. Really? I don't know. And I did a poll this morning on the uh, Boomer and Geo uh, Twitter page. You did. I had uh, almost three thousand votes, and I had eighty-two percent. I only gave the choices of Adam Gase and Mike McCarthy. Well, Munkin. No. Not on my list. I only wanted to give people two choices, and they wanted McCarthy 82%. You know what you should have done? McCarthy or somebody else. Ooh, interesting. All right, tomorrow's poll if it's not done deal. I uh, like that, oh, Jerry. Don't do that because then some smartass will be like, I want Vince Lombardi, McCarthy, or the other candidates. I'm glad you reminded me about this Vince Lombardi. I see this commercial for that uh, insurance company that with Joe Lombardi. Yeah, it's the insurance company that handles uh, yeah. like veterans and yep. things. And Joe Lombardi, Vince Lombardi's grandson, is a quarterbacks coach coach with the Saints. How? I've never heard of this guy because he's a quarterbacks coach. What? Oh my goodness! I'd be. Who's your favorite team? I like the uh, Cowboys. Who's the quarterbacks coach? I don't know. Right. Here's what I mean. This Joe Lombardi, grandson to Vince Lombardi, why is he not self-promoting like a crazy person? That he's a Lombardi? Yeah. Well, maybe he doesn't want to get jobs that way. Oh, there's a lot of man. honor. There's a lot of honor in that. Yes. Wanting to do it the right way and not now totally. his last name is going to get him the interview you would think. But it's it's but, a somewhat common last name, Lombardi. Like when I yeah. if I first saw that their quarterback's coach was named Joe Lombardi, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, Vince Lombardi's grandson?" Right. Yeah, no, I hear you. Did you see Mike Mayock as the new GM of the Raiders? I had heard that, yeah. Strange. Yeah. I mean, I know he was a personnel guy years back. He's been out of it for a while now. Yeah, it's very strange bringing back the old guys. Yeah. If I was Joe Lombardi, though, I'd have a Twitter page that says, grandson of... Again, I don't think he wants that. Vince Lombardi. Right. First of all, I also would have thought that Vince Lombardi was so old that his grandson would have to be old at this point. His grandson looks terrific. Vince Lombardi died young, did he not? I don't know. He looked old, but that was back in the day when 
when you were in your 40s, you looked like you were on death's door. Correct. Exactly. I think George, Vince Lombardi and George Allen died younger than they should have. If you're going to tell me that I'm older than Vince Lombardi from all those no, famous photos. No, I think photos, he was in his 50s. I could be wrong well, about that. I'm knocking that. on 50s door right now. Yeah, he might have been older than that. I don't Are think you so, go- though. Can I, you Google I'm that? Googling. I would say Lombardi was like 53, 54, something like that. Do you think Joe Lombardi, when he, you he know. He was 57 when he passed away. Wow. Yeah. And George Allen, I think, was young, too. Let me see. Read that book that his his daughter wrote, which was you tremendous. read a book. Yeah, George Allen's daughter wrote a book. Um, I forget the name of it. It was basically living the life of an NFL of basically being George Allen's daughter. Yeah, uh, he died at sixty six. I thought he was older right. than that. Uh, really, it's actually really good. Just a different perspective on how a young girl watching her lunatic father that couldn't get away from football and the hours he put in, and, and ironically enough. His hatred for the Dallas Cowboys. Really? Yeah, it was really, it was an interesting read. And it was one that I picked up, I think I got here. I just, it came to the radio station and I'm like, "Ah, I'll take a look at it. I started reading it. I didn't put it down. Really? Yeah, it was pretty good. Do you think, uh, you know, players and coaches argue in practice sometimes, you know, heat of the moment situations. Do you think of Joe Lombardi and Drew Brees get into an argument ever? Joe Lombardi's like... Well, I guess you would know better. I'm only the grandson of Vince Lombardi, so no, but I guess you know Drew Brees. I think it's possible. I wouldn't be surprised. That's actually funny. <laughs> Why isn't that guy getting calls for head coaching jobs? Because he's a quarterback's coach. You got to work your way up. This no? is a desperate league, though, where they teams want names. Maybe he doesn't want to be a head Ooh. coach. Did you ever hear of... Let me ask you this. By the way, the name of the book is Fifth Quarter, The Scrimmage of a Football Coach's Daughter. 2000, it came out. Wow. Uh, Jennifer Allen wrote the book. Jennifer Allen. Yeah. Um, So let's say, I know this is far-fetched. Yes, Jerry. Let's say you had a son. (laughs) That's not far-fetched, Jerry. (laughs) Well, it is now because I only know you as a single person. Oh, right. Now, you're almost 50. Right. In theory, you should, I would think, or could have a kid that could at this point be upwards of 27. Right. Right, if you had a kid at 23, 24. Correct. So you could have a son that's been out of college for two or three years, and all he wants to do is be a big-time morning show radio producer. Yes. And let's say he produces a show that flat-out sucks. Mm -hmm. All he's going to hear about, you know, your father... Produce Boomer and Carton and Boomer and Geo. Yeah, terrific. And I know shows. it's completely, it's not exactly the greatest parallel. Right. I but see where you're similar. going. It's hard. So you're Vince Lombardi's grandson. You take over the Seahawks when Pete Carroll retires and you go two and 14. Dude, you're Vince Lombardi's grandson. You suck. He should have taken over the Packers before they hired this LaFleur guy. Even worse. That you don't want to be awesome. the, in Vince Lombardi's. I mean, really in his shadow. You got his statue looking over you. Yeah. that's. I think it's hard. It's tough to do. I really do. Yeah, so I was very impressed. Like just, Mariano Rivera's kid plays yeah. college baseball. He's not a pitcher. Didn't want to pitch because he couldn't be his dad. Right. Yeah, that's hard to do. Be like one of your sons trying to do updates. No chance. Well, or play that by play. It, so I think Matthew would do just fine. Or play by play, Jerry. That's fine, too. This was an interesting story that was sent to me by many alert Twitter followers. Uh, they're still looking for this fella uh, in out in Salinas, California. I saw this story. This is everywhere today. Yeah, a man. They're looking for, although I'm not sure what the crime would be here. They're looking for a man who spent three hours licking 
someone's doorbell. He's spreading germs. Maybe and they just want to. Oh, I saw it. He's licking it like it's, uh, you know. What, Al? I'm listening. Sexually. He's licking it sexually. Right. Like he's and in a landing strip. Yeah, and it must be like one of those ring doorbells, video doorbells. Ring should use this in their commercials. Ring doorbells. We catch people licking your doorbell for doing stuff three like hours. this. I guess they probably just want to talk to him. Be like, dude, what are you doing? They've identified the man. His name is Roberto Arroyo. He's 33. That guy's 33? Which, first of all, if they know your name and your age just by looking at you licking a doorbell, that means you've done other dumb things probably. that they've got you for. Facial recognition, too. What's this? Let me see that picture again. He's dreamily yeah. licking the doorbell. I guess he could be 33. All right. Yeah. yeah Boy, he's he going to town. Would not want to be him today. How embarrassing. Although, if he's on any dating apps, he could put that up. Be like, Because you know what's funny about that? Yeah. Well, he could. If I can go to town on this ringer. Right. Imagine. Um, so that's the type of thing. You know, no one admits to that. Right. Like, were, were you caught yeah. licking a doorbell? And be like, no, are you out of your mind? You look uh, is this not you? <laughs> you? I'll be honest. It does look like me. But why would I lick a doorbell for three hours? I don't know. Explain yourself. He has to be on drugs, right? You would think. I would think so. Police say, uh, quote, oh, this is one of the neighbors, said, quote, I thought I've seen it all, but this takes the cake. Oh, no, there's more if you listen to our podcast. The <laughs> oh, yeah, cake can still be had. There's more, w- way worse stuff. Right. Yesterday we had a guy that uh, had a syringe up his ass. Right. And didn't know how it got there. Claimed it was not his. Right. Paris's Paris's first nude restaurant. You know what's so weird about that? What's that? You just said Harris? Paris. Oh, never mind. Not so weird. Then. What about Harris then? Well, because on CBS Sports Network, they just showed up a graphic for a guy whose last name was Harris and the oh. big night he had. And it literally popped up right as you said, I thought Harris's new restaurant. Right. And it was just weird. But you said Paris. Paris. So it just rhymed. In Paris, just over a year ago, the first nude restaurant opened. Called, we did this story. I remember Yeah, this. we did this story yeah. called Au Naturel. And it closed already. Uh, it's closing, yes. yes. Of course it is, because what moron opens up a restaurant where you don't wear clothes? Turns out uh, they, failed, penis? they failed to attract enough customers, Jerry, to stay open. I wonder why. The owner said this, quote, we will only remember the good times. What M- good times? Meeting beautiful. When the attractive people came in? Meeting beautiful people and customers. Forgot about Bertha that weighed 293 pounds and had cheese stuck in her stomach. Who were delighted to share exceptional moments. They're twins, a brother and sister twins. They're not nude, I hope, right? How much money do I, preparing the food? Yeah. Stir the sauce with your penis. According to the independent newspaper out there, Jerry, after you enter the restaurant, people are asked to remove all of their clothing and leave them in a wardrobe room before joining the seating area. how ridiculous this sounds. And these people think licking a doorbell is all they've ever seen? Yeah. That takes the cake? Try going to Paris and eating nude. The restaurant did charge $57.50 for a three-course meal, which included lobster, foie gras, and nails. I'm sorry, snails. Not clams? (laughs) Clams, sausages, and breasts. That's what should have been on the menu. Yeah. That should have been the only thing on the menu. And breasts, chicken breasts. Yeah. The Independent also reported that black covers were put on each seat and replaced between each meal. Yeah, because people were probably passing gas with no clothes on. 
It's disgusting. I mean, think about what we're talking about. Yeah. Could you imagine if the room was warm one night? You'd have like ass sweat yep. on the chairs. Yeah, all sorts I mean, of sweat. The whole premise the of this areas. is insane. The windows looking inside the restaurant were covered with drapes so no one could see inside. They thought, the siblings, Jerry, the twins who opened this, thought that they'd be able to serve people who often come to France for its nudist attractions. I think they were just trying to get off. The brother and sister? Twins? Now, do you think that they had cameras in this place? No. That would be illegal, Jerry. And right, I don't but think, having a restaurant with nude customers makes sense. I don't think these people were into illegal things. I think they're on the up and up. I hope they... Would it? Why don't you open up Al's Nude Coffee Shop? Mm. By the way, that title's never been used. Al's Nude Coffee Shop? Interesting. There are some uh, towns I- in the South that have topless donuts. Is Why? Multiple, if, there are multiple places that serve donuts, topless women serving you donuts. Multiple really? places, yeah. I'm looking into this. Al's Coffee and Topless Donuts. The Rise and Fall of Debbie Does Donuts. <laughs> That's a funny title for a donut shop. Yeah, you're not, you're, yeah. I'm right. In Maine. Maine. That's Colorado. Oh. Topless Donuts Are Us. Mm-hmm. I could probably get, oh, get one on the Asbury Park Boardwalk. I don't, think you, I don't think you can. Topless Donuts. What about Bikini Donuts? Just women in bikinis, men in bikinis. Because on the Asbury Park Beach, you will see men in bikinis. Like in the... Uh, the problem is a donut speedos. bikini is a style. Oh. Of a bathing suit. Oh, come on. Let's go back to the topless on. one. I want to see what one Do of Do not these... image search, Jerry. No, I'm you not. You will get in trouble here. I'm not imaging it. Why? It's, re- it's research. It is research. I'm checking out the Coloradoans article on the rise and well, fall those of people, Debbie Does Donuts. Those people are full of weed out there, Jerry. They go by different rules. People in Colorado. So she used to have a topless truck stop. Oh, yes. Those are popular. donuts and coffee. Topless truck. I wonder what the rule is like in New Jersey. Is a woman allowed to be... Like, I can be topless. Could a woman be topless and serving donuts? I don't know the answer to that. I don't I don't know. Just another day of topless donuts at our donuts in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, Fort Lauderdale. By bare-breasted waitresses. <laughs> Imagine you work there. Like... People come in and re- would rather talk than stalk. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, I don't either. Donuts. Dan comes in for his morning coffee. I bet Dan does. Liz oh, wants hi, to know about Dan. His marriage. How's your marriage going? Well, I'm at a topless coffee shop getting, uh, <laughs> where do you think it's going? Not great. <laughs> wow. Really interesting. They're, yeah, you're right. They're all over here. I'm not going to say there's a lot of them. But there's certainly a few pop up, yes. Yeah. How weird. Oh, I hit. Okay, my bad. I and then yeah. here's a really pathetic story. The, when you hit images, yeah, it comes up with topless women covering themselves with donuts in, do, in the donut shops. Oh, okay. So it's probably strange. A, probably you know a thing a on thing? Instagram. I only say because I see there's an image there. Topless women at men's golf tournaments. Yes, I've heard of that. Strippers. Yeah. As uh, uh like. <laughs> Ball girls or, or uh, well, they'll caddies. Or usually, something. they're selling raffles at each yeah. hole, or they're serving drinks, or you know, whatever the case may be. But yes, that's that's been a thing. I've heard of that. Yeah, you ever been to a tournament like that? I have not. I have not either. 
Although me and my dad and my brother played golf in Miami one day, and we were like the last group to finish. We started at 8 a.m. And I remember they were like kind of hurrying us off the 18th green because we were done. We were kind of whatever. There was a Playboy tournament that was starting at 2, so they needed us to clear the course. Yeah, get out. So we got out. We had lunch. And as we were getting into the – when we got to the car, the parking lot, I think it started at 2, maybe 2.30 – the girls started streaming in in these like like they weren't sprinter vans but like big vans like that that were carrying a lot of people, and they were getting out one by one and it was like Good yeah Lord, I mean it was ridiculous, crazy. Hmm. crazy. Jerry, this uh, next story, I think is very pathetic move by this gentleman. It's a pathetic move. Yeah, this is. I think you just have to. Uh... Except that you were a bad guy and move on with a different woman. Was he caught by a ring camera licking a therawand? No. Okay. A cheating husband, the wife took him back under one condition. And I have photos here to prove that this is real. She, it just happened, actually, uh, January 2nd. Oh, God. Jose Torres is his name. He went to extreme lengths to get his wife to trust him again after he was caught cheating. He got a tattoo on his chest. You could see it here, Jerry. I'll read to you what it says. I, Jose Torres, am getting a tattoo voluntarily on January 2nd, 2019, so that I can earn my wife's trust back for the pain and suffering I have caused in our marriage. This is all written out on a tattoo. I see. I am a liar, cheater, manipulator, deceiver, whore, prostitute, lover, dishonest, and disrespectful. I think you just got to move on to the, to another relationship. I would think you would get divorced. Right. Because yeah. now, let's say it just doesn't work out for it. Listen, relationships don't work out. For now you have that on your chest. Now you get that on your chest. And the next woman you may, maybe your soulmate is the next woman. Now more, you've got that on your chest. I'm more excited for the fact that Eddie's going to have you saying that you are those things. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just tremendous, by the way. <laughs> what did I say I was? Hold on. A lot of things. All right, hold on. I said I was, uh, well, I got to get my glasses again. One was a whore. One was a whore. Let yep. me see. I said I was a liar. Yeah, you did. Cheater. You called yourself a cheater, yeah. Manipulator. A manipulator. Deceiver. Right. Which, by the way, was tattooed spelled incorrectly. <laughs> Idiot. Whore, prostitute, lover. Dishonest right. and disrespectful. Do we have that on tape now? And this is a new. This is New Year's. I for agree. Him. Just get divorced and yeah. move on. Makes no sense. Here's what would be better: a better New Year's resolution. I got a couple New Year's resolutions, Jerry. One of them is to be smarter financially. That's that's a good one. Most people should do that. So I went and looked. And I said, "What am I spending my money on? Razors." Oh, are we talking about Harry's? Yes. Because when you're done telling your story, I got to yeah. tell you a Harry story. Yeah, it turns out when you don't use Harry's, you spend way too much money on razors. You know, you could save about $100 a year if you're a regular shaver, Jerry, and you sure. switch to Harry's. Also, can save your skin. I've also made this uh, resolution this year, not only to be smarter with my personal finances, but to take better care of myself. How are you going to do that? Well, Harry's again. They have products, Jerry, that have won tons of awards, including, get this, the 2018 Esquire Grooming Award. Oh, yeah. You know, I was given some Harry's soap. Yes, it's tremendous. Awesome. The body soap is awesome. That yeah. comes in the... Um, the tube. Yeah. I'm a bar soap guy. They have that as well. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So, but you recently shaved with Harry's yesterday. So here's here's my problem. You want to talk about panic? Yeah. So over the so I guess it was Monday night. I had practiced with my nine year old baseball team. Are nine year olds shaving yet? Uh, Their not faces? Yet. Not yet. Okay. But I knew that I needed to shave desperately. You because did because it had been a couple of days. It had been a few days. And so by the time I got home, I wasn't going to do it at nine o'clock at night. No. I figure I'll do it when I wake up. Wake up middle of the night, and I realize when I went to the little bag that I keep the Harry's. Your bag of Harry's? Yeah. I love those in the last hotel I was in. Oh. With Rutgers. That's not good. So Although... I was out of razors because I left them in the bathroom. And you talk about full-on panic because I always have an emergency razor there. Yeah. But it was a piece of garbage disposable one, which Dumb. I did not want to use. And then a light bulb went off. Since I got my son Harry's. Mm. I went into his bathroom and I raided his stash and greatest shave ever. That is a good idea, Jerry. It's true. Although think of the the find that the person who had the hotel room after you I got. know. Ah. Harry's razors. Terrible. Terrible on my part. Jerry, Harry's replacement cartridges are just two bucks. You know why? They don't have physical stores that they've got to pay rent in. They also have a hundred percent quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know. They'll give you a full refund. And check this out. Get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close and comfortable shave. The weighted ergonomic handle that you love. The five-blade razor with the lubricating strip and trimmer blade for under your nose. Love the trimmer blade. Rich lathering shave gel and the travel blade cover. And you're traveling with yours, Jerry. You need that. Yeah, and I do. Listeners to this program can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash postgame. You just go to harrys.com slash postgame, redeem your offer, and let them know that Jerry and I sent you. Then they'll know this is a very powerful podcast. They'll tell their other company friends. We'll have tons of advertising. We'll be rich millionaires. Clean, close, comfortable shaves. And rich. <laughs> I'm rich anyway, Jerry. You know why? You're rich in love. Not spending money on uh, expensive razors. There you go. That's right. <laughs> That's right, Jerry. I got to go. Now, we did a warm-up program today. We did. It was quite spectacular. I thought it was pretty good today. What we talk about? Sports. That's the <laughs> that's the part of the show. Actually, no. Oh, We did, but we actually talked about a massive accident with a truck oh. on the turnpike this morning. And I did read that the at least one man passed oh. away. It was two trucks that collided. Was it really? And spilled gallons of uh, milk on the turnpike. That was horrible. And still backed up. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. That was a mess. Yeah, a big mess. I'm sorry to hear that. Yes. Uh, the warm-up program, Jerry. That is next. See It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Right, here we go. We get rolling on a Wednesday morning, and it's a good thing I said Wednesday because yesterday on the podcast, Al, I said it's a Monday podcast when it was Tuesday. Right. And then driving in, I thought it was Thursday. Yes. So I think I have it straight now. Today is Wednesday. Wednesday, yes. How on our you? on our ride in today, Jerry, uh, if anyone's driving in because there's no chance this has been cleared up yet. No chance. On the, on the New Jersey Turnpike, just north of Exit 13, and it affects both lanes, the car lanes and the truck lanes. There's milk everywhere. A milk truck, a tractor trailer full of uh, gallons of plastic milk jugs flipped. And there are gallons of milk jugs 
all over for the hundreds of feet. Yeah, all over the yeah. turnpike. It's pretty bad. That's yeah. going to be a big cleanup. If if they haven't cleaned it up already, which I imagine no they haven't. Because I don't want to give out bad information. Because the car, the the part of the truck where the driver is in looked like a pancake. Well, yeah, and it was completely separated from the wheels. Yeah. And I really tried this morning, Jerry, not to get angry you and think I was good, right? You were fine. And I, because I, I tried to put myself in, look at things on the fortunate side, that guy, let's hope he's made it. You hope so, yes. The way I look at it, I got one up on you now. How so? Well, because we go when I drive, for financial reasons, we go through Staten Island and Brooklyn. We go the long way around. It's not the long. It's an extra three miles. What long way? It's longer, though. It is a little longer. It's three miles, but I'm going to save the $12 a day. Right. And we should pay have, for that. We should have gone that way today. We should have, but here's what I know. Milk. Because that's dicey every day. Yeah. Next time we hit traffic, zip it. I don't say anything. You don't say a damn All thing. All right. Because we went your way today, and we, we got did. stuck in traffic. And then when I woke up this morning, Jerry, as I was having my big bowl of Cheerios. That you eat separate from the banana and milk. Uh, well, Weirdo. I do put the milk in it, but I do oh, eat the banana separate. You have graduated to yeah. that. But you take the scoop of Cheerios and then take a bite of the banana. I do measure it out, though. I measure so out one weird. cup of Cheerios and a half a cup of milk. I'm sure you do. But I'm reading Mike McCarthy. You're essentially the only client for people that buy the small box Cheerios. That's right. Because <laughs> everybody else needs three boxes to yeah. fill the bowl. You're perfect. Give me the little tiny box of cereal and you're good. I'm with good. With a little squirt of your milk. Yeah, a little uh, squirt of milk. Yeah, Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, to me, and this is my source only, done deal coming to is the Jets. Is your source ESPN? Well, they're not saying it's a done deal. No, he's they, saying the only place he wants to be considered is the Jets. Yes. Offer him the job. Let's go. Yeah, what are we doing? I don't know. All these other coaches are falling into place. The Cardinals got a coach. Who'd they get? Your guy. Chris Christofferson. The <laughs> Chris Kringle. What is Not his name? Chris. <laughs> Chris. Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury. Cardinals. Yes. Bruce Arians. Buccaneers. Taking Todd Bowles with them. Taking Todd Bowles with them. Look at that. There's a, the, uh, the Browns are going to give it to one of their inside dudes. I think Mike Munchak is going to um, Denver, maybe. Mike Munchak. Yeah. The only jobs left are scrub jobs. Bengals. No one's interested. <laughs> The Bengals is not a scrub that job. That is a total you scrub with a job. You were the former MVP for the Bengals. He won't use those words, but he's saying it in his head. Mm, he hasn't said No it one wants that job. Although he actually, Boomer did say it the other day, and I was thinking this. That's a great gig. You go there. And if they you can play for 16 years. Yeah, if they <laughs> like you, you could be mediocre for a decade. Yeah, and never win a playoff game. Right. But Mike McCarthy's coming here. And That's good news for Jets think, fans. Your you sources would, are saying that now? My sources. You I'm Boomer Esiason. You would think he's coming here. Don't, right. don't put that out there like that. That actually is not my source. When I was talking with Boomer back there, not so sure. About? Mike McCarthy. But if and the is, Jets. If the Jets' job is the one he six. wants, yeah. who would the Jets pass him for? I don't know. Munkin? Todd Munkin? I mean, is that where we're going? I mean, I'm listening to Joe I don't every know. day. He wants Mike McCarthy. He's a the lot only of Jet fans seem like they want him. He's the only sexy pick left. I guess it's at least a name and a guy who won a Super Bowl. Uh, we'll yes. see. Yes. Uh, we'll see. If it's not done today, there's a problem. Really? I would think. So it's gonna may I source you on that. Jerry Recco says, if the deal is not done today, there's no, a problem. I don't say that. I think that. You think it. Big difference. I'm not reporting anything. My opinion. 
Am I allowed to report? Like, I don't have any real sources other than what I read How on about the we internet. Do this? How about we do this? You do an Al, Al Dukes FAN exclusive, and okay. I will wait for Mark to come oh. to the door for the break. <laughs> Jerry, my sources is telling yeah, let's, me. Let's relax. This is Mike you McCarthy. You have no sources. You don't know that. Although you did talk to Brett Favre yesterday, who was duck hunting in Texas. I was uh, texting with my friend Brett Favre yesterday, Jerry, but he couldn't come on. He was uh, deep in the woods of South Texas right? hunting something. Some life he's got. And huh? I guess he thought I would scare the elk away if I talked to him on you the telephone. You imagine on a random Tuesday morning, you get a text from some radio producer yeah. you don't know while you're hunting in yeah. Texas. And he wrote me back. Which is really incredible. Very nice. I could screen grab that and say to my friends, I'm sorry. While you were annoying me with your dumb text, I was busy. I Sorry I didn't respond to your text. I was busy talking to Brett Favre. Just do yourself a favor. X out his number. Right. Well, just says Brett Favre. Have, that has been problems in the past. Yeah, no, you don't want to give away. numbers by mistake online. And then, uh, Jerry, the folks over at PETA. Uh, the people, Peter King? Peter King? No, no. The people for the ethical treatment of animals. Yes. They're up in arms over a video that Odell Beckham Jr. put out. What do he do now? Now, they seem more, in, in fairness to them, to PETA. Was he wearing a fur coat? No. In fairness to PETA, they're, Peter King? they're not as upset <laughs> with Odell Beckham as much as they are this, what they're calling a Fugazi zoo that he was at. Okay. In South Carolina. A video went out of Odell Beckham Jr. playing catch football with a monkey. Why? Why is Odell Beckham Jr. at a zoo in North Carolina? South Carolina. Wherever. Playing catch with an animal. With a chimpanzee. Why? And then petting. <laughs> and I didn't like this, Jerry, if I'm a Giants fan. And PETA Why? actually said this in their press release. Yeah. Peter King? No. The, <laughs> the uh, people that love animals. Wrong PETA there, Eddie. They said, and Odell, there's also video of Odell petting and playing with a tiger. I see. I would think Peter's not going to like that. That's stupid. Peter King. <laughs> but they were saying to him, like Odell, do you really want to be bit by a tiger or eaten? Right. <laughs> I mean, we could go there. I would say it did look fun playing catch with the chimpanzee because he could throw a football. Well, why don't you? <laughs> why don't you take up Boomer's offer? Go to Africa, bring your football, and see if you can find a chimpanzee <laughs> to have a throw with. <laughs> this chim- chimpanzee was like. Monkeys will throw their poo at you. Yeah, so I wonder if that got, happened. So hold on. So so we've got Brett Favre yes. hunting in South Texas on a random Tuesday morning. Yes. And Odell Beckham Jr. having a catch with a chimpanzee in a zoo in South Carolina. Right. <laughs> and okay. petting a tiger. And petting tigers. It was like a tiger cub, and it was eating a football. Hmm. <laughs> You're lucky it didn't eat him. Yeah. And he was, Stupid. like, really petting this tiger. I tell you, some people have a death wish. There was a tiger one time came in for the uh, a cub, a very tiny tiger cub, uh, came in for the Opie and Anthony show at WNEW many years ago. I did pet it. Was that more like a cat, though, right, when you say a little cub? It was tiny, yeah. Right, so that's fine. And it was drinking out of a baby bottle. All right, so it was just born. <laughs> yeah, so while it was eat, drinking out of the bottle, I felt like I could rub his belly because it already was biting down on and something. And that's your experience? With a tiger. With wild animals. Right, but I would play catch with a Aside chimpanzee. Aside from the mutt that you grew up with. Uh, yes, right. Multiple two mutts, right? So, but like I said, they're they're less upset at Odell Beckham than they are at the zoo. But then I saw in the New York Post article that someone from the zoo was evidently on WFAN. When I don't know, I don't know what show it was because they said so and so who owns the zoo or runs the zoo uh, was on WFAN that saying. Sounds like to me, like whose show is that? The CMB. <laughs> Get them here, uh, or yeah, to me that seems like a Steve Summers thing. Could be. I could see that, too. 
we need Greg to do the impersonation. Because <laughs> if CMB was going to put that zoo guy on, I would have seen a million tweets about it. That's and, fair. And Steve Summers, I don't see tweets. They are from. all over the yeah, social uh, big media. Social media Steve people. <laughs> is not because, not. well, he's older. And your boy, Jerry Jones. My boy, yes. Bought a $250 million yacht. Why not? Where's he got that kind of cash from? He's Do you know what the million Cowboys do- are worth? No. The Cowboys are worth $5 billion. If he sells them. That's like Al. that's Al. like having all of your cash. No ship is safe. Do you really think he can't write out a check for $250 million? I don't. Really? Not the stronger ha- the core is, the better it can take the torpedo. <laughs> not to then give that all up to a boat. Do I think Why he not? has $250 million? Yes, but now what's the guy going to... He's gonna- 80 years old. What is he doing with his money? He's got a franchise that, you know, he's basically built like a city around that stadium. Man, if I was one of his kids, I'd be like, what? Is, what do you think his net worth is? What is my dad doing? There goes my inheritance. Burn some wagons and float to Mississippi. Jerry it's Jones' a- net worth is $6 billion. <laughs> but does he have that $6 billion? I, think he, I, oh, I don't know about that, but he, can he write a check for $250 million? Yes, I think he can. And, and Here's what he can do. He can write a check out for $100 million and finance the other one fifty. I don't think it's a problem. What do you think is monthly? Like, do you uh, think the Jones family has money issues that they can't buy a $250 million yacht? Balls. <laughs> <laughs> I always say it's good to have Eddie back. we got to take a break. Uh, while we're in the break, we'll discuss Jerry Jones' financial future, uh, and then we'll get you Boomer and Geo at the top of the fa- It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. A couple more minutes. It certainly looks like Mike McCarthy wants the Jets to. The Jets want him. Those are according to reports. The Warriors beat the Knicks 122 to 95. And St. John's did lose at Villanova. All the hockey teams lost last night, too. Go. Jerry, the Rolling Stones are rumored to be joining Maroon 5 for the NFL uh, Super Bowl halftime Come on. show. Moves like Jagger. The you know, Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones, because they got a big tour coming up. Oh, my God. Didn't they do the Super Bowl already? They did. 1983? <laughs> when, when was that? They did the Super Bowl probably Cowboys after the... Steelers in the 70s? After the Janet Jackson uh, nip slip. Because they wanted something safe. Yeah, so they went all classic rock after that. Do you think, and I do this to you a lot, do you think in like 1968, mm-hmm. if you would have told the Rolling Stones... That you're still going to be touring in 2019 and still be singing Satisfaction, they would have believed you. And playing stadiums. And no. still playing stadiums. They would not have believed like you. They can still sell out MetLife yeah. Stadium. T- two nights, I think. <laughs> it's not like come see them at the Club Benet in no. Sarahville. <laughs> That's long gone, Jerry, it the Club Benet Supper Club. But you get the point. Yes. <laughs> and ABC is looking to steal football. NFL football from either Fox or CBS. I did see that <laughs> to the highest bidder, right? Yeah. That's how it goes. Maybe we can, maybe Boomer and Al Michaels could have a, <laughs> they can reunite. Reunited. <laughs> Boomer could slide right over there to ABC because Al Michaels at NBC now. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's right. Well, maybe NBC will be out. Maybe they'll steal NBC's package. Right. You never know. They want to steal either. No, they want to steal from Fox or CBS. I guess. He did what? 